making the pulse of Elkhart. This is On the Beat with Carl Stutzman. And welcome back to On the Beat on the Heart 1340 AM, 1019FM. 1, Carl Stutzman, uh, Tom Stout, Burston Marketing, joining the program. Uh, always enjoy talking about uh, marketing and business with Tom. Specifically today, I wanted to talk about supply chain issues. Um, so a couple of weeks ago, we had LaVon Johnson, who mm-hmm. I know you know LaVon yeah, over at absolutely. the uh, Chamber, was on the show. And we talked about how one of the biggest problems facing businesses right now is the supply chain doesn't matter if you're on the <laughs> doesn't matter if you're on the retail side mm-hmm. doesn't matter if you're on the manufacturing side right now just getting what you need is not easy yeah getting what you need and then get workers to help put your product together yeah. so a couple issues there but yeah supply chains affected us all I mean if it's if we all hear the horror stories of the automotive industry the chips they don't have for the cars so they can't finish the cars I mean I see it in the RV industry in Elkhart I'm sure you talked with Levon about that I mean there's RVs sitting everywhere because they can't finish them because products are missing or components are missing. But even for us as consumers, where you know we're seeing it in the grocery stores now, mm-hmm. your favorite product has kind of disappeared. And and it, it's um, it's kind of interesting to watch it all happen, but it, it started with COVID where we were all shut down, so the factories were closed and uh, production stopped, which is okay, because we kind of slowed down at that point. But then things started ramping up in certain sectors, but the factories didn't start up. So it's like, we're you know, the world, we're ready to go back to work, so yep. to speak, or back in business, but stores can't be ready because behind us there they don't have workers or they don't have parts or whatever is to make their part to keep the cycle moving forward so every industry you know one of the ones i was just thinking of um that happened and it's kind of weird to think about is like outlet stores if it's a tj maxx or a nordstrom rack or something they're going to have less product mm-hmm. you think well, why is that because last year <laughs> we didn't make as much product we didn't sell as much product so those stores are going to have less in there because it's usually the leftovers or end of season product and so on and so then that store is going to suffer. And then when we're making new product, the regular retail store is going to suffer because there weren't enough components, be it buttons or zippers or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it truly is a, uh, it's kind of a mess right now. And it's like, when does it end is the big question. Well, I, I think a lot of it was, is that we were, we were not producing for need in many cases. You right. know, we were producing for future need. I mm-hmm. should say we weren't producing for current need. We were producing for future needs. Right. So, you know, you're on the marketing side, obtaining t-shirts, you right. know, let's say you're putting together some t-shirts for Chevy, mm-hmm. you know, you could call in and you could say, all right, we're going to order a thousand t-shirts a month. Mm-hmm. Right. So they're going to know for the most part that you're order is going to be right. that month to month. That's so that's what they're, they're forecasting. <laughs> they're making it for that. Well, mm-hmm. the pandemic stopped. You stopped making those shirts. Absolutely. They stopped producing those shirts. And now we're just trying to catch up to where we need to be. We haven't even gotten to the point where we're ahead of, or we're even close to stocking uh, anything. Yeah, we're not caught up. Yeah. It, it, example, you talk about apparel in my industry. There's a, a specific type of cap that comes at about 20 different color combinations, the baseball cap that we buy blank and then embroider or screen print or whatever, you know, company's logos on. So the manufacturer we went to is totally out of caps, all the colors, all their distributors are out of caps, all the colors. So it's exactly what you're saying. We're not even ready for today's demand, let alone get ready for the future. And in the one style, black, black on black, I mean the back, the front of the cap's black, the back of the cap's black, 360,000 caps are on back order right now. 360,000. Yeah, of just black. And that's not even, that's not a normal year product. They don't sell that much in a year of that black cap. So he's got to fill that back order and then get his normal inventory back in. I mean, we're, we're moving way into next year. I mean, they're saying that if you went and buy, I know I'm jumping around a little bit on product type, but if you went to buy a bicycle now in a normal bike shop, and I'm not talking at a department store, but a Trek store or a specialized store or whatever, they're saying they're actually taking orders for 2023 
22 bikes, most are sold already because same thing, they can't get caught up to get back to even. Mm-hmm. So they're, everybody's coming in, Hey, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll hold, you know, put it on hold. I'll take the bike. And then it cuts into their inventory for what was coming in for next year. Well, it probably doesn't help either that we are, whether whether the individuals at, at the top of the pyramid want to admit it or not, we're seeing the effects of inflation. Oh, absolutely. Right we are. I mean, we, there's, there's, they may not want to admit it, and they, they may say that inflation's, oh, no, we haven't no. had, no, it's it's big. It's, it's huge. And, mm-hmm. you know, for small businesses that their margins are small, they are trying to get people to come in and work. And everything costs more. I mean, yes. how do you, how do you balance that? Yeah, you can. I mean, we want to give a good wage. You want to pay more. A lot of companies are having to pay more to get workers, but they have to pass that along. There's no free ride here. Somebody, it's like free shipping. <laughs> There's no free shipping. Somebody pays. Yeah. So if they're paying more to workers, so they have to charge more for their product. And then we as consumers have to pay that or we don't. You know, we, we make a decision. But uh, I can say most every product line that I carry, I've received notices. If they haven't gone up, they're getting ready to go up in price. Everything has gone up. And they say, well, it's not much. It's, you know, 3 to 5%. Well, that's a lot of money. You do that over the board on everything. And then I have to pass it on to my customer along with those increased wages. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a tough spot for all of us. So, you know, what do you do as a consumer when you go to the store and you see your product almost gone? Do you hoard it? That just creates a bigger problem, you know, or should yeah, you putting, back off? Putting gasoline inside <laughs> plastic bags, is, yeah, yeah, exactly. that, wow. that sort yeah. of thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I, We had this conversation last year. Um it, the switch wasn't going to get flipped on. You know, it, let's say that the pandemic were to end today and they were to say, we yeah. found the exact cure, pandemic's gone, it's done, no mm-hmm. one's ever going to have this virus again. It's not like all of a sudden everything's going to get better. Every right. business is going to be healthy. It's going to be just like it was. We saw a lot of businesses that closed during the pandemic. We're still going to see a lot of businesses that close post-pandemic. Oh, 100%. Yeah. It's not over yet. The carnage is not done. You know, I look at it as like, the United States is like one big startup company. You know, we're all starting. These are problems you would have if you start an individual business, and we're all having it collectively now. People are really, the consumers are starting to understand what it's like to have a business. Because when you start a business, it's not all easy. You know, it's like everything just shows up, and we, you know, we get a product in, and we sell it to you. There's a lot of moving parts, and that's what we're seeing this all trying to get in sync and uh, get things back to normal. And it could be another year. It could be two years. Do you think maybe we went before the pandemic a little bit too far down that road of the instant expectation of availability? Oh yeah. You think, I mean, (laughs) our lives, even with just expectation of when we get a product shipping or whatever, Amazon's trained us to, I get it today, tomorrow, whatever, two days, that whole business model has to change because they, they gave that expectation, but now there's no product to to ship to you to get it there. So yeah, we were, we needed to, uh, we needed a reset and I think we have it. I mean, it's unfortunate because some people are really suffering more than others, but as a country and as a business climate, we need a little bit of reset, clear out inventory, start over, and we're all leaner now, the ones of us that, have, that came through this. You know, uh, fight or die, we are a free market economy, mm-hmm. and that's right. this is, that's how it's, that's how it's supposed to work. Um, and, you know, some people will argue that in many ways the government has, has tried to help bail out or mm-hmm. help support mm-hmm. certain industries and certain businesses. But there's only so much they can do. Right. It still comes from us inside. Yeah. I mean, the the uh, airplane industry or the travel industry, I mean, the United, American, all the different airlines, they got big money from the government. But they had to pay it back. And they have paid most of it back because if they didn't, the government says, we're going to own part of your business. Mm-hmm. And so I get that. But I think you have to prop up business at some point to help. Otherwise, the whole after effect of that, it could be dangerous. Remember back, what, 10, 12 years ago in the recession, I mean, General Motors got a big bailout, but they end up paying it back and they're a stronger, better company for it now. So if you think about the the history of the American economy, really, we've only been a uh, corporation based economy for a little bit 
I would say probably a little bit over 100 years Mm -hmm. at this point. Mm -hmm. Back in the 1920s, still at that time, most of the business to be done in the United States was what we would qualify as small business. Mm -hmm. Right, right. Yeah, it's a different world. It's crazy how it's all evolved and changed. And, you know, you think of the... um, what we can do with the computer now, the internet, yeah. there's so many businesses that are run out of a car or a house or whatever, you know, life has changed. They talk about why workers won't go back to work. Well, some of them, yeah, it's a stimulus money, but others, they've moved on. They yep. started their own gig at home. They've yep. sat home for a year. They got creative and made their own thing. I've, uh, <laughs> in, I've, I've the answer is where the worker is going to come from yeah. in, in a lot of cases, but I think, uh, let's use fast food as an example. You know, someone who worked at McDonald's, they may have been in a cycle where that was those were the jobs they could find. They were mm-hmm. working that level of pay. Mm-hmm. They were working that level of experience. Pandemic forced them to go home or stop working. Well, now that the time has come to go back to work, they've either realized that <laughs> they can do better or right. they just don't want to go back to that life yeah, anymore. They don't want that environment, yeah. right? They want, and that's there's nothing wrong with that. And they, they go on to something else. But as long as they go on to something, they'll be productive in, you know, in the economy yeah. and society. That's the key. Yeah. The, the question is, how long is that going to take? Yeah, that is the problem right now because, as you know, if you want a job, you could have about 20 of them this afternoon. So oh, I've, I've had the conversation <laughs> with people before, and I'm like, look, if, if I were, let's say I were to get fired on Friday, mm-hmm. tomorrow, if I were to get fired, it's no problem. then I would have a job by Monday. <laughs> yeah, you and truly would. I probably, and to be honest, I love my job. There's a reason why I do this job, and it's not for the money, but I would make more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, you could, yeah. 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 I, I mean, easily I could go make more. I could I could, I could, could apply at any factory in Elkhart mm-hmm. County and, yeah. and be making more there's, than I am There's now. bonuses you get just for signing up. Yeah. You know, it's ama- I say if you're a non-skilled worker, and nothing wrong with that, I, I would have a hard time figuring out which job to take. Yeah. There's so many available. And where do you want to build your career or time? Hopefully you go there and stay. But mm-hmm. that's the other problem is that people jump from one to another because they get a signing bonus here, or signing yeah, bonus like, there. It's yeah. like $1,500 to go work at Aldi's and be a cashier, yeah. which, by the way, Aldi's is one of those places that pays their workers really, really well. Yeah. Um, or you could you know, take $500 to go work at Taco Bell. I saw <laughs> a sign I saw a sign at um, a Wendy's. I don't know if it was, I remember exactly where it was. I think it was the Wendy's in Mishawaka where, uh, maybe it wasn't Wendy's. It was a store that will pay you weekly now. Oh, yeah. Or, yeah. or even daily. Some places will pay you daily. If you'll show up every day, they'll guarantee you that you'll have your money from that day's work in your account the next day. See, they're, they're all looking for ways to incentivize you. And that's the, I'd heard the weekly, I'd not heard the daily, yeah. but weekly is very important because I know we pay every two weeks at Burston and we had people come in and said, no, I have to be paid weekly or I won't work. Because most of the competition is doing that. So we did it. You know, mm-hmm. we had to, to conform to it. But it's one of those things that they're doing all these different um, programs and incentives to, to entice you to come in because they have to. Otherwise, I mean, otherwise, you're just another job at $10, $12, $15. I think that if there's any consolation to this, our area, we definitely are not insulated from any problems, but with the amount of industry that flows through and the number of people that live in our area as Michigan as a whole mm-hmm. is what I'm is what I'm thinking here we're probably in pretty good shape to weather whatever is still to come oh yeah no it's you are there's an energy there's a vibe here that's tremendous you know for business right now you go to other cities it's not the same so we're in great shape that way Tom Stout burst in marketing if uh, people want to talk marketing if they want to check you out where should they go yeah I'd love to talk with you 574-262-4005 or you can send me any questions at let's talk at burston.com all right and uh, thank you again Tom for joining us today we will talk to you again soon we got more coming up next on the heart 1340 a.m. 101.9 fm Podcasts by Federated Media.